Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Very good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be catching up with the Cavan manager, Mickey Graham. Um, I spoke to him after the game, along with wing half back Jerry Smith, or Jared Smith. And, uh, I also caught up with Cavan wing half forward, Ushin Kiernan, um, as they uh, as they dealt with Antrim at the weekend gone by. As always, I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick. Senator of the Anglo Celt. Maybe Paul, we'll start off with the with the uh, interview I done yesterday with Ushin Kiernan. Um, I caught up with him on Skype. We'll start off Ushin. So a, a really, really um, admirable thing that that Cavan footballers are doing. Not just um, not just being selfish and, and and considering themselves doing a fundraiser at the moment while. While getting through these uh, these very difficult times, can you tell us a bit about the fundraiser first? Yeah, so we're doing November um, for three charities, local charities in Cavan. Um, so so sad, Pieta House and the Oncology Ward in Cavan. Um, so yeah, we're all growing Tasha, so there'll be some funny looking Tasha's obviously for the next month, but all <laughs> for a good cause. Aye, and and and, and causes obviously close to. Cavan players' hearts, like there's been obviously issues with 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 mental health and and the GA community and and with the oncology, it's uh, it's something that's obviously very close to you with your experience and and the strength and conditioning coach in the last couple of years. Yeah, exactly, and um, yeah, myself and Andre obviously in the last couple of years, and it's nice to give something small back um, for all the help and support, and um, obviously yeah, the few tragedies that's happened over the last while, mental health and. Just important to open up and try. We're trying to raise awareness for that. It's um, yeah, so important to open up and talk about these things. And like, how difficult is it for you as a county player? Then not just to obviously it, it takes a huge amount of effort to be at the level that you guys prepare yourselves to be at, but to to be aware of everything else around you and and how important it is as role models to do stuff like this. Yeah, well, I just it's it's something small to give back. Um, you see everything that's going on and lockdown and everything. Um, like you say, it's just it's so important to talk about these things. I know when I was going through mine, it was just I was just open about it, and that's what helped me so much. Um, I think it's just important for for everyone, uh, just to, to any issues, just to open up and talk about it and get it sorted. Mm, and, and when you were going through, obviously your you, Castle Rahan doing extremely well at the time, but. Was it a difficult choice in your head? Did you find a? Were you worried about a stigma involved with with your illness? Um, no, they were massive support to me, and um, no, it's it's just something you have to get through. It's 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 not a major issue, and um, obviously the support never, and that's that's what got got me through it really, and that's what we're doing, trying to raise awareness now, 
just to help if it helps one or two people like that's that's what it's all down to yeah well i suppose regardless of what you're going through the, the most important message is, is to talk to somebody about it don't bottle it up yes exactly exactly so what we'll do is um obviously to, if people want to go on there's a gofundme page um which the calvin county board have have put out on their social media i'll put it out on on my twitter account and facebook account later on today um as well just to let everybody know so all donations would be gratefully received and, and as i say they're three very very worthy charities uh pieta house so sad in calvin and of course the oncology unit um in calvin as well so um please do support it and, and as i say i think it's just a wonderful wonderful way of the calvin players using their profile to do good in the community a, a really admirable thing is they're all doing um we'll move on into in the football matters Ushin, if you don't mind got over the line against antrim yesterday was by no means an easy task no, I and mean, we knew that um, coming into the game. Uh, any any Ulster Championship game is going to be very tough. Um, Antrim are well, so hope and well drilled. And we were expecting that, though. Uh, they were in front at half time. Uh, we knew it was going to be tight, and um, we had to try and push on and and get over the line. And that's that's what we done. It it looks like looking over the the uh, the first two games in the Ulster Championship. Obviously, Cavan Monaghan, uh, and then Antrim afterwards. Cavan are finding it hard to get freeze and scoreable positions. Is, is what do you put that down to? I'm not sure really. Um, I suppose we we it's an area we can improve on is being more effective in front of goal. Uh, I know Monaghan probably wasn't as bad, but Kildare's common that's what let us down and probably let us down a bit yesterday as well. So it's an area we can improve on, but. Um, yeah, we're down next week, but it's 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 quite enjoyable. These games are week in, week out, and uh, it is quite enjoyable because as players, I suppose, all we want to do is play play games, and, and that's what we're getting. And I presume then, like going into the down game, obviously next Sunday, it's it's your fifth week in a row. Is your body starting to feel the toll of it, or how how is feeling in terms of energy? No, still feeling good. Like even we we with the extra time last week, obviously, but. Um, and they're tough, they're tough games, but no, it, you freshen up during the week and get ready to go again. Uh, like it's, it's very enjoyable, which which probably helps things. That you're not thinking of the body that as much then. So what what does a, a week look like between two Ulster Championship games? I presume it's very little in terms of physical preparation. Yeah, well, I suppose you have, you have your gym session and then um, a couple of sessions during the week. Obviously, they're not going to be too intense, but. Um, you're trying to get a little bit in and a bit of tactics and um, just work on the areas then that we're trying to work on. Um, so you still can get a little bit in, um, probably being smarter rather, rather than um, doing, 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 doing that massive physical work, really, as you said. If, if you're looking at the year overall, I suppose, huge disappointment at being relegated in the league, but then huge high at... at the consistency that you have nearly brought into your Ulster Championship campaign over the last couple of years. You know, you'd have seen where Cavan struggling in, in, uh, in Ulster Championship in the past, but now to have two years where you've got back-to-back wins is a, is a massive boost in confidence, I'd imagine. Yeah, exactly. It's a, like, football's a funny game, I suppose, isn't it? Like, um, obviously, the, the, the low of of being relegated and then a week later you can kind of go out and 
big uh, Monaghan and being a big Antrim then and being a, an Ulster semi-final which highs and lows are I suppose that's, that's what's part of the game but um, it is great to get that that run last year obviously uh, we got a run and, and probably we're disappointing against Donegal in the end but so we just focus on all we can do now is focus on next week and try and get back to where we want to be which will be an Ulster final so um, yeah it's just focus on down there that's the, that's the next next task ahead yeah, it's, I'm by no means going to be an easy task looking at them today against uh, Fermanagh. Look, look like you're going to face more of the same by the sounds of it. Down looked quite defensive um, in their game in Brewster Park today. Yeah, they looked good. It was obviously tight again, first half, and they pushed on rightly. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's enjoyable and it's Ulster football really, isn't it? Um, so we'll, uh, we'll do a bit of work on that during the weekend and hopefully we can push on next weekend. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. I know it's, uh, it's definitely in these difficult times, it's bringing a huge amount of uh, joy to Cav and GA supporters. And uh, I is aware of that in, within the group, how much of a, a wonderful welcome distraction is are, is are um, creating for the county of Cavan. Yeah, we are. We people telling us stories even outside the uh, outside the camp. You hear stories saying that grandparents and that are watching it, or people's grandparents now are watching it, and it brings joy to them. And I suppose in these strange times and mad times, but in a way too, we're we're just quite focused on what we're doing. We're not getting carried away, um, and focus on each weekend as as we take it. And um, I think that's important too to to not not listen to too much what's going on and just focus on the game ahead. Which, which that's what we're doing now. Yeah, well, look, we'll, we'll, we'll let you go and, and, and get your mind ready for, for Paddy Talley's charges next Sunday. Again, just to remind people to uh, check out Cavan GEA's social media where they link to the GoFundMe page for November for the Cavan seniors who are doing that fundraiser for Pieta House for So Sad in Cavan and for the local oncology unit, which is a wonderful, wonderful um gesture by the Calvin senior team. Oshin, thanks very much and we'll, we'll catch up with you next weekend. Thanks very much, Damien. Thank you. Yeah, so we, we spoke about it there. Absolutely brilliant initiative. We were seeing on, on the Die Hards podcast as well and, and great to see the, the Calvin players using their, their, I suppose, situation or using their their profile for a positive and it's, it's, it's a really good initiative. So we retweeted and shared on Facebook the link to the GoFundMe page, um, but absolutely great work by the lads there. And as you said, wouldn't it be great just to see an Ulster final with some? Was it handle? Which is your your particular favourite? <laughs> as well, oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they were my particular favourite, but uh, I think there'd be a bit of crack uh, if Gavin got to the Ulster final and, and all the boys are wearing tash is all right. Um, but I think we will take an Ulster final appearance. Even if there's no bum fluff on the on the top lip, then we'll take it no matter what at this stage. Yeah, we'll not we'll, we'll not get into the type of uh, design that they that they decide to go for. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's a great idea. Talking just uh, with Ushin there, obviously he he he's thoroughly enjoying the fact that they're playing football, the fact that they're 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 going well, they're still in it, and I suppose it's it's almost. I, and I never thought of it this way, but before, but it's almost that because with the knockout championship, the further you go, the more exclusive you are. You're 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 in a a a very very important group of players, and it becomes more and more exclusive the further you go, and therefore the level of enjoyment 
continues to increase all the way through. Yeah, well, Kevin are in the last 12 in the country now. Uh, which And after this weekend, fingers crossed, Kevin will be in the last eight in the country, which which would be absolutely brilliant. Like It would be, it'll be unbelievable to be, to be in the last eight. We haven't been there since 2013. So from that point of view, definitely like you're you're uh you're breathing rare air at this stage i it's funny yeah you can tell that Oshin Kieran is enjoying the football so much and you wonder is is that why he's playing so well because i think he's playing really well uh, or mm. or is he or is he is he enjoying playing it well because, because he's, he's enjoying it yeah yeah it's it's interesting like he seems to be he seems to be in a good place generally there at the minute like he's quite a he comes comes across he's in good form there at the minute just chatting to you and you can see it on the field. Like he's he's playing well. He's flying fit. He's getting on a lot of ball. He's looking to take to take scores. Like he's kicked a couple of good scores in the last two games. So, um, no, I I'd say that's maybe part of it. Like anyone else, I suppose these intercounty footballers put so much into it that uh, I know they always say that you shouldn't define yourself by your, your identity as a footballer. But you put so much into it, and maybe when you're when you're playing well on the field, uh, you're going to be happier off the field as well. But it was an interesting. Like he, he, He's, a, he's an interesting interesting guy now in Paris. Yeah, very, very open, very easy to talk to and and, and always coming away from it. Obviously, he, he mentioned about his own difficulties over the last few years um, with illness, but you always come away from it just thinking, well, you know, I can achieve so much if I, if I just apply myself the way that he does. And, and it's, you know, isn't it great for, for young lads to see that's sort. That's the role model. That's the sort of guy that we want for for the young lads to become. Because he um, he very easily could have thrown in the towel at different occasions. He very easily could have made his excuses why he, he wasn't going to be a top intercounty footballer. But now he's continued to. He's starting to reap the rewards. I suppose for for his hard work. And that's is the message that you kind of would like to send out to to all Budden Cavan footballers. Yeah, well, especially like Oshin didn't have a great club championship. I didn't think by his standards. Like the last couple of years with Casaran, he was an absolute monster. Like he was, he was a one man army. Well, not to Casaran were a one man team or anything, but he was a one man army at times. The way he'd come out with the ball, like, and he just looked so physically powerful at club level. Um, he was kicking, he was kicking scores, and he was you know breaking the line and delivering the ball with that left foot. Uh, this year, I thought he was a little bit subdued in the club championship. He did come up with some big scores at, at times um, when they were needed in games, but uh, he's he's hit his stride now. I think with with Cavan in the last couple of games, so it's a it's a great great addition to Cavan. Not that he's he's not a new player, but it's great that he's playing so well. Um, because in, in general, I think there's a lot of players playing pretty well with Cavan, even though the team themselves, like if we're being a hundred percent honest. Long spells of the four games to date, they haven't played well, and that's just that's just I think an honest assessment of it. Like, you know, if they've played three hundred minutes roughly so far, you could you could definitely say that for one hundred and fifty minutes, Cavan have played poorly in the four games, but yet they've finished strongly, and they've got two wins in a row now in the championship, which is which is what matters. And and looking around the team, like there's a lot of fellas playing well generally too. So. Uh, I suppose it's a good position to be in, to be to be winning, um, and and still not without still playing not, your best. Without playing your best, yeah. What I'm trying to say is they haven't turned in a 70 minute performance yet, and yet they're here they are in a semi final. So that has to be a good sign. 
Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Actually, I, I think that that can only be a positive that they're building towards it. Um, you know, you could you could say in the two league games, Cavan didn't stay in touch, and that was wide or strong finish didn't yield any reward um, against Kildare Roscommon, but against Monaghan they stayed in touch for well, I suppose seven points may not just be in touch, but it was it, it was touchable. And then, obviously, in Antrim, they never let Antrum really get ahead of them. Um, you know, I think they were maybe two points ahead at most at any stage. So it it it's maybe just gradually building, not playing your best and, and waiting with confidence that that ultimate performance is just around the bend, hopefully. Yeah, well, the, the Antrim thing, I suppose, like at the time I thought, Jesus, we were giving Antrim a lot of respect here and we're we're setting up to mirror Antrim and and their defensive setup and uh, you know if Antrim were so good at that setup they wouldn't be where they are uh, and playing the system that they play so I I thought maybe we give them too much respect but in hindsight when I look back on it now after a few days that was a real banana skin that game and Mickey Graham probably looked at it and said look if we play like this we will win the game we would certainly win the game we we won't win it by by ten points or anything like that, but we we win the game because we'll have the fitness on them, and we'll 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 eventually when things eventually open up, we will start uh, pulling away, and that's what happened. And I know that that in the lead up to the game, Mickey Graham was was saying that you know, it's going to be tight for a long time. So I know Antrim missed some chances, so in that point of view, it was a little bit risky. But that was such a such a tricky game, I thought, because just simply for the reason that you're coming off the high of of the Monaghan game, like it is very hard. Yeah. Like I, I always think back to Mullerhorn in that Ulster Club final, and I know you, I know you're a part of the management team, and like uh, yourself and the lads had Mullerhorn so well prepared and delivered two cracking performances in Ulster, and to beat that that team from Derry was a banner uh, Mullerhorn beat. Um, they were an outstanding team, you know. Like talking to Cahir Kane from Derry at the time, he was saying like they're they were a really really strong intermediate team, uh, in Derry, and Mullerhorn beat them, but. It was just I just thought it was nearly mission impossible after the highs of that final. No matter how much the players and management tried to guard for it. I thought that was a classic example of it. Because I think Mullerhorn were every bit as good or better than, than the Nevana team. And I think that was probably a factor with, with, with Cavan against Antrim. Like no matter how hard you try to guard against that, you've only got a week. You're you're coming in against a team who, who were resting up, lying in the long grass. Who ha- who have a good record against you and, and don't fear playing against Cavan above all other other teams in Ulster and we're just going out to make it so difficult for you. To their plan was be in this game with fifteen minutes to go. If we get a chance, we'll take it and and, and we'll snatch this game. And it worked for Anthem right up until they got the chance and then they just didn't take it. So I'm I'm just delighted to see that Cavan got over the line because it was a real it was a real tricky one. But a lot more is going to be required now against Darren. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. One of the uh, one of the the or the guarantee starters for Cavan is is Jared uh, Smith from Lavia. I caught up on him after the game. I suppose it was just a matter of getting the job done here today. Yeah, we just wanted to put in a performance, back up the things we done well last week, and just get over the line. 
apart from last year, back-to-back wins in Ulster, in Ulster Championship. I don't know when the last time maybe Cavan team has done that, so we're just happy to get the result here today. How difficult was it to play like Antrim very well organised in defence? They, they made life very difficult. Yeah, definitely in the first half, I'd say watching on there. Just our shot selection, I felt, was letting us down. We had loads and loads of ball. We kind of probably got turned over and shooting from 45 yards. But look, we just wanted to be in the game with 10 minutes to go and grind out a result. And second half there, I think they had to come out a little bit more and left us with space. Chances we missed, but we got enough and like we were just happy to get over the line. Talk to me a wee bit about, there's a pattern growing here with this Cavan team in the last four games now where final quarter you seem to have energy and, and fitness to push on that, that gets you over the line every time. Yeah, we seem to be finishing strong. It was the first couple of games, we probably started slow and maybe left ourselves with a lot to do coming into the last quarter. But in the last two games, we've probably started better and tried to get a performance over 70 minutes rather than trying to win the game in the last 15. Look, explain to me the black card from, from where we were. It didn't look like much of one, but what was your view on it? Uh, I, I should have picked up the ball. I kind of got turned over and then I thought there was actually less time on the clock and I felt he was just running through. I kind of just made a clumsy challenge and brought him down, but probably left, left life a little bit harder for the other boys. We were down to 14 with 10 minutes to go, but I'm just happy with it across the line. It wasn't, wasn't the black card to blame for a loss. That was a look, looking, looking back over, the, or looking ahead, sorry, to Fermanagh and down, it's another Ulster semi-final. How much of an advantage is the experience he's gained last year going to be? Uh, I suppose we're used to, well, probably just the run we got last year and the two games, maybe a bit of momentum, but any Ulster Championship game is very difficult no matter who you're playing, so we're going to have our work cut out next week playing either team and we need to perform for the 70 minutes. If, if we don't, it's going to be a real scrap. Look, well done. Job done here today. Thanks, Jerry. Cheers. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. I suppose he's honest in his assessment there. I, I, in real time, I wasn't that sure if it was a black card. He pretty much quashed that, that, that it was what it was. Um, it, it deserved, it pretty much deserved to be. So, um, like, again, against Monaghan, I thought he did an absolutely excellent game, maybe a little bit below his level against Antrim at the, at the weekend. But for all the aforementioned reasons, you, you can legislate for that. I, I think, again, he's going to be so crucial when it comes to playing against Down this weekend. Yeah, you know what? I thought he played well against against Antrim. Um, I, I just like Jerry Smith so much as a footballer. I think I always think he plays well, but I, I actually thought he, he did pretty well. He got on lots of ball and he was trying to make things happen. It was just hard, it was just hard for, um, to really make inroads against that Antrim defence. Now, maybe he turned back a few times um, but he was probing, like he was looking to to find a gap and go at them. But it was just difficult. It was very hard with so many Antrim men back. And it, Cavan were, it was clear Cavan's policy was that you do not bring the ball into contact here and uh, we'll pass it around. We'll try and create an overlap and we'll get an easy chance in front of the posts. And that was a little bit laborious in the first half. And 
you know, missed some chances. Probably slot shot selection wasn't great then because they were getting a bit frustrated and, and shooting where they probably ideally wouldn't have been shooting from. But I thought Jerry Swain in general did, did well. I think he in general did very well. Uh, I think he's on more or less on top yeah. of his game. Yeah, I, 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 I'd agree with you in general. He is playing well. I don't know if he's on top of his game yet. I think he, uh, I still, I, I, I'm, I'm like you, I like him so much as a footballer that I always nearly think there's another level until he's, <laughs> it's probably going to be harsh on him, but until he's, uh, until he's mad at the match and in all I the final, I'll probably think that there's another level for him to go to. Um, yeah, such as yeah. the ability that he has. But um, it, it just very, very, you know, very down there to very ready for the next battle. You kind of got the feeling from talking to him there that, that it was just a matter of, look, at we're, we're delighted to be over the line. This is all we wanted. We don't care if it was one point or, or, or 15 point that, that, that we got the victory over Antrim. We got the victory. That's the most important thing. Yeah, oh, completely, yeah, completely. And, and like Mickey Graham was, was singing out the same hymn sheet as well. Like, you know, that that was a game there where, where really it was a it was a a lose lose for Cavan. Because you weren't going to get any credit. If you won that game by ten or twelve points, you were still getting no credit there, really. Because everyone would have said, Ash, look, Antrim yeah. conceded seven goals against Wickle three weeks ago. Uh, that Antrim team was no good. That's what people would have said if you'd have run through them. If you'd have lost, Jesus, it would have been like the sinking out of the Titanic. And if you if if you won narrowly, well look, people would have been saying like as one comment came in on Instagram the other day, it said, "We won. Now let's never speak of this game again." And I think that I think that's a fair enough way of putting it. What was it? Was it the absolute best possible outcome for Cavan? That result, as in that it was close enough that you're you can't get carried away. Down going now is favours. Like probably before the Antrim game and Fermanagh game, respectively, with Cavan and Down, they. If somebody had said, look, at Cavan will win and Down will win, who's going to be favourites for the semi-final? Most people would have said Cavan. But it's so not even, maybe it's not, it's not even most people, Damien. Cavan were odds-on favourites to make the Ulster final. Um, okay. So, so like, Cavan again, Cavan only got Ulster final was 11-8 with the bookies. Cavan themselves were odds-on to make the final. And, and that was with two games to go. So... It's amazing you could you'd been backing Cavan at odds on to win two games. Now you can get odds against for Cavan to win one game. So really, Cavan's star has really fallen in the eyes of the bookies. Just winning. Yeah. So so therefore, it, it it is in my opinion the best possible result that Cavan could have got from the game. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a I never thought of that, but probably was ideal because it is important to manage the hype as well. You know, it's like it's like um, mm. it's like a racehorse uh, protecting its handicap. You know, protecting its handicap mark. Sure. If you can win by ten lengths, ideally you only want to win by two or three, and and you can protect your handicap. And it's the same. You know, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have been, even if Calvin could have beaten Antrim in a blowout. There mightn't have been the wise thing to do. But you made the point just about Jerry Smith and like he's how calm and assured he is there in the interview. I'm just looking at the team here, and. If you look at the ages of the Cavan team, I know we touched on this last time. Again, I saw Martin McHugh on the television coverage talking about the young Cavan team, which is one of the biggest myths, I think, in football at the minute, is this young young Cavan team. Uh, he should have been pulled up on that. Because looking through the Cavan team, like you have Ray Galligan, who's 33, and then you have Jason McLaughlin, 
and Killian Clark, who were there since 2012, Killian Brady since 2013, Jerry Smith, who's 26, Kieran Brady, 26, Luke Fortune is new into the team, and Cormac Timoney, Park Faulkner is there since 15, Martin Riley's there since 2007, Giroud is there since 2011. Um, so up front, okay, it's a, there's Ocean there's Kieran, and then there's a few new players like Pearson, Stephen Smith, and Cormac O'Reilly. But there's a, that's a seriously seasoned cap team, and I actually think if Cavan are to win an Ulster title, this is the year for them now. Like I think, I think it probably is time. That, I know we're all really hopeful and yeah. and yet yet cautious about about Darren, but we have to accept the fact that there won't be that many more opportunities with this team. This team has been building towards this, and I actually mm. expected a big performance from Roscommon last week or that last weekend against Mayo for the same reason because they've been building and building towards this. And I looking at looking at that Roscommon uh, performance against Mayo, it was so poor. I actually think they might have peaked last year. <coughs> Mm. I actually, I actually think they might have peaked last year when they won the Connacht title, um, and that was maybe their chance to to go further than that. Whereas I think this is Cavan's opportunity now because the, the, most of the team are in their prime. It's funny, I, 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 and it's only as you're talking that the, is Ped in my brain here. But I could hear, think I could back hear him to... there. He was trying to get to your mouth there. <laughs> think, think back to '97, and you had. Pretty much, you, you had a forward line that had a lot of youth in it. You know, I know maybe not all starting, but Peter Riley, Larry, Jason, Mickey, all young players, you know, under 21 or under 22 in Peter's case, maybe. But and under 19, maybe in Larry's case, was it? But anyway, but take it to the back line. And it was a very, there was a lot of experience in the back line. You know, so much so that that Damien O'Reilly was then shifted from a, a a defender to an attacker to try to maybe give a bit more experience up front. But you had your Kieran Brady, you had Bernard Morris, you know, back from the the late nineties or late eighties when they started with Cavan. So there, there's there's a lot of parallels maybe to be drawn with that. You know, you had Damien O'Reilly obviously coming to the end of his career, Stephen King coming to the end of his career. Um, you know, a lot of experience under their belt. So there, there is that balance of uh, <clears throat> a mature defence and maybe a, a youthful forward line that seems to be successful. Are you OK there? <laughs> <clears throat> Fucking frog. <clears throat> Give me a second. <clears throat> Completely went for me there. <clears throat> OK, I think... <clears throat> Right, I think I'm all right. I'm back. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, I, I always look at the the Cavan team that won Ulster in '97, and everyone always thinks, "Oh, they were building from '95." You know, McHugh's first year, and the Ulster final in '95. I don't have the team in front of me, but I think there was only seven or eight of the '95 Ulster final team that actually were on the team in '97. There was a lot of fellas gone off that team within two years, and they were replaced with a lot of young players. And looking at the Cavan team that made the Ulster final last year. Uh, you've got Conor Mine has gone off it. Darren McVitie has gone off it. Um, Conor Rehill, he was young, he he's gone off the team, and Conor Brady. So there's there's there has been a bit of flux, and young fellas have come into that that side, like Kevin O'Reilly and Jack Brady come on in the Ulster final. Kevin Mackey has gone off as well. Kevin Mackey on as well. So you you three three of your subs that are gone off it as well off the panel altogether. So there has been a, quite a bit of flux, and I actually think if if Cavan are to to win an Ulster title. Like 
this is a this is a huge opportunity. A huge opportunity. It's going to be tough. Kevin are are rated at ten to one now. They're the outsiders of the four teams left in it. Even though we were we were thirteen to two last week and have won a game since, but uh, this this is probably as good an opportunity as it's going to come in the next couple of years because as we've seen in the last in the last thirty five years, Kevin have only been in one two games in a row in an Ulster Championship uh, six times in thirty six years, and and those were this year and last. Even back together historically now in the modern history of Cavan football. So when you do that, you've got to grab the opportunity. And I have no doubt that Cavan are going to be. That message is going to be privately drummed into the Cavan players that this is a golden opportunity. And if we if we can beat Darren, this is our chance. Last year we were we were going into the Ulster final, and realistically, you know, we we were outmatched against a, a very good Donegal team last year. And the occasion and everything else, like it was going to be so hard to win that after 18 years of not even making a final. Uh, and whatever about about 20 years, 23 years of not winning it or 22 years of not winning it, 18 years not even making a final um, was always going to be difficult. But if Cavan could get back to a final this year, they, they just have to make a count. They have to just grab this opportunity. Otherwise, it's hard to see this team winning an Ulster title. Like... You know, Niall Murray, Ray Galligan, Martin Riley, Gerald McKernan, all those stalwarts, they're not going to be around forever. So I think this is a huge opportunity for Cavan. And I just like, I like the way things are playing out for them here, that they got their big dramatic win out of the way against Monaghan. Because you're always going to have to, t- to do something, you know, hugely dramatic to win an Ulster title. And they, they did that in the first round. And then they had a sort of a, a stuttering win, an unconvincing win against Antrim. That that's good. Like that, I, I like I, you're you're dead right there. That that does play well. Um, it tunes them in. And Mickey Graham said the same after the game. He said, "For years and years, we've been getting ahead of ourselves in Cavan," and you could almost tell the satisfaction he had b- because of how that result worked out. Yeah. Well, let's hear from the Cavan manager, uh, Mickey Graham. Into another semi-final. That's back-to-back semi-finals. You have to be delighted. Yeah, look at Damien. Today it was all about the result. Um, we knew that it wasn't going to be pretty. We knew that Antrim would come with a game plan to frustrate us and, and try and ca- catch us on the counter-attack. And it took us long periods of the game to try and come up with a plan to try and, and, and break that down. But the lads stuck at it. And, you know, you know, we got the scores at the right time. We missed a lot in the first half. And Antrim missed a lot too. They were well set up and well organised, well coached. And, you know, they didn't make it easy for us out there. Yeah, they, they, they were, as predicted, very defensive, but really well organised. And their counter attack, particularly in the first quarter, was really effective. Yeah, it was. And, and, you know, we were probably kicking ball short into the keeper's hands, got turned over, and you leave yourself open to the counter attack then. And uh, they did punch holes in us and they got a few scores. But, you know, we, we forced turnovers high up the field as well, but we just didn't execute the, the, the end result, which was a score. As I said, we'd be disappointed with some of the shot selection the first half. But look, at it, there's lots of room for improvement and we'll have the improve an awful lot moving forward strategically very different game kickouts both sides really offering it to the to the opposition so it was a long build up was that part of the plan to make Antrim almost tired so that that final quarter that Cavan had been so good in the last four games you could then go and push on to win the game yeah, well, look, we tried to put a bit of pressure on the kickouts, um, but he seemed to get them away at times. Maybe just a lack of concentration on our behalf. But um, yeah, look, they seemed to offer us the kickouts and try and get men back and set up defensively. As I said, they were well organised and well drilled and, and caused us lots of trouble. And it was good because it asked questions of us. So, as I said, hopefully, you know, we can learn from that because I think that moving forward, we're going to see a lot more of that. 
Yeah, when when you look at it now, you were saying in the week building up, this was just about getting the feedback on the ground and getting over the line, you know. But how difficult was it and how tough is it the seven-day turnaround? Bodies look tired nearly in that first quarter. Yeah, well, look at him. I mean, you're four weeks on the road now, you know what I mean? And the same bodies all the time. And you're definitely, you know, mentally, it's start, it's a, you know, you'd wonder, is it catching up on us? And we're going for five weeks in a row next week, which is a huge ask. And before the competition even started, Cavan and Monaghan would have been looking at it and said it's a long road to an Ulster Championship final. And, you know, as I said, every game is, is taking its toll. So we just hope now that we don't pick up any more injuries we can't afford to. And the next game is going to be another huge one. If you look at down from Anna Day the week, off there so they'll be coming into this weekend fresh and a game under their belt so they'll be chomping at the bit whoever gets the result there and whereas us now it's all about trying to freshen up and keep the bodies fresh as possible but most importantly the minds yeah talk us just about the injuries look like a couple of lads limping coming off the field yeah, look, it just 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 bangs, wear and tear. As I said, four weeks on the road now, and and uh, you know it's going to catch up. I don't think there's anything serious. Hopefully, we might have a body or two back next week because um, you just strengthen up the squad. But again, the lads that come off the bench done a job for us today, and you're going you're going to need them lads coming off the bench moving forward because, as I said, um, it, games are coming ticking fast. Yeah, very quickly looking ahead to down or from Manny, you'll obviously sit down and and get out the pen and pad to make sure you've all the notes done. But it's a it, it's a big opportunity back to back goes to finals will be a huge achievement yeah well look I'd be honest with you Cavan as you well know you know we just have to take one game at a time we've for years and years have got ahead of ourselves and look forward around the line and you know this performance has brought us our feet back firmly on the ground um, you know there was nothing fancy about it it was just grinded it out and we knew that all week and we, we talked about it and we said just the result and you know we weren't looking any further so whoever wins between Down and Fermanagh we start focusing on them come Sunday evening well, congratulations, Mickey. A good win again. Thanks, Damien. Almost uh, like, like that. It was as, as he predicted. It, it turned out as he predicted. Uh, very close and, and happy to take that one-point win or if, if that's what it came down to. So, again, like you said earlier on, Mickey Graham, managing expectation as well. You know, quick to point out that it's still... It's still just a, a, a win over Antrim in a Nulster quarter final. Nothing, nothing done yet. Nothing achieved yet. You know, so it's, it's a while. It's it's job done. It's still a lot more to do. Well, that's it. Yeah, that that should go without saying. But like, uh, not with Cavan's supporters. Like I, I was doing a piece. Um, I write, wrote a column last night about about Cavan supporters. I described them as the best of fans and the worst of fans because. Uh, the reaction he didn't of go Gav- for the K nine comparison like Paddy, no. <laughs> yeah, what he said, the worst type of effing animals are the Kerry fans. <laughs> well, that's that's true. I don't think Cavan are as bad as Kerry. Like you always have when you you're talking about Kerry fans, you always have to remember that that Mick O'Dwyer got got hit a box by a Kerry fan walking off the field in 1982. That's all you need to know when you when someone asks you about <laughs> Kerry fans. Um, yeah. But I was making the point that there's certain ways that Cavan fans would react, and. A Cavan fan will be generally quite negative uh, about almost any result, win, lose, or draw, uh, unless Cavan beat a good team. If Cavan can beat a good team like a Division One team, then all bets are off. And a Cavan fan, then uh, he his reaction will be, "Okay, that little blip is over. That sixty-year blip. We're now back as the kings of Ulster, and uh, our coronation is upcoming." So I, I, th- there is that sense that Cavan just 
completely lose around themselves when when they get a big big scalp. So hopefully that doesn't happen this time. I don't think it will now. The you know the the Antrim performance has just sort of doused the flames a bit, which is no harm at all. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. It's just a matter of of once again this weekend putting in the performance, and and it's going to take a much improved performance. But we'll be previewing that uh, later on in the week on the diehard service. So, uh, firstly, just again to remind everybody to um, get on to either our social media channels or the county board social media channels to get the link to the GoFundMe page, um, where where the lads are supporting. Uh, the Cavan Oncology Unit, so said Cavan and uh, Pia the House Cavan. So their um their their support and maybe just the fact that we can we can show maybe maybe the, the perception is there the Cavan supporters are, are hard on the players. Maybe we can show our support for the players and, and make this a, a phenomenally big fundraiser. It'd be it'd be great to uh, to to reach a, a massive amount of money or to raise a massive amount of money out of this. So um also looking ahead to the weekend's action over on the diehard service on patreon.com we'll be hearing from former down player sean ward um we'll we'll be doing plenty on the on the preview maybe bringing in um another another voice or two as we look ahead to that semi-final on sunday uh, and we'll also be looking ahead to the ladies action this weekend the camogie girls or the camogie team senior team are out in the nancy murray final um, and then obviously the ladies play a cork in the All Ireland Senior Football Championship. So all that to look forward to over on the Die Hard Service. Paul, thanks a million for joining me. No problem, David. Have a good week, everybody. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Carvinaza, yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe and it's over the lap and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah! <laughs>